a year down the road, you get really into uh, wine. I'm not a I'm not a drinker. What happens is uh, you went to your doctor, Doctor Feelgood. <coughs> what the fuck, Pat? What's his real name? His name is Charles Feelgood. That sucks so bad. He comes from the Feelgood family. Um, they invented a candy bar called the Feelgood. What kind of candy bar are we talking? It's like a nougat bar. Is a chocolate, chocolate bar on the inside? There's nougat. Yeah. Caramel. Okay. Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce on the inside of this. Yeah. It's a nougat. Crispy cookie. <coughs> and veal. Pat, this candy bar sounds like utter dog shit. It has You'd veal and that, cranberry sauce. It's pretty good, yeah. No, Pat, it's not good. Well, it, I know what all those things taste like. And combined, that's going to be a fucking mess. Yeah, but I mean, you can't argue with the success. So there, it's a successful candy bar. Yeah. So what happens is, you're do- you're, so Dr. Feelgood, he's like... Talking to you, and he's like, you know, you, there's a little bit of like heart problem that you have. Oh, great! And he goes, you know, he goes, uh, Aaron, do you like drink alcohol ever? No, I used to, and then had to stop. He goes, you know, a glass of red wine at night is actually good for your heart. I'm not into, I'm not into that. I never developed a taste for wine. No thanks. Can I do anything else? He goes, well, maybe you should try this, and he gives you this bottle of wine. And it's a, it's a red wine. It's actually the reddest wine you've ever seen in your life. When you look at it, you think about like Pompeii being destroyed. Jesus Christ. He goes, look, there's no alcohol in this at all. <coughs> it is wine. Um, that, does, that means there's alcohol in it. He goes, yeah, it's a special kind of wine. He I goes, so just have... Like a glass, half half a glass tonight, whatever. I don't. I don't care. like the way wine tastes, anyways. He goes, well, you know. He goes, give it a chance, stud. I don't like this at all. I don't like this from the jump. Doctor Feelgood is prescribing me non-alcoholic wine. Yeah. And his family invented a candy bar with cranberry sauce and veal in it. Yeah. This guy doesn't have like a good history palate-wise. You know, I don't know if I trust this guy. So you're not sure. You go home. Uh, you you but you bring the bottle home with you, and uh, you walk up. Uh, your girlfriend's hanging out. She's like, "Hey, Aaron, I love you." She's like, uh, "What you got there?" My doctor prescribed me wine. She goes, "What? You don't drink?" Yeah, you're right. I don't drink. He insisted that I drink his non-alcoholic wine. She goes, "Non-alcoholic." She walks over and looks at it, and she goes, "That's strange." Then she looks at the ingredients, and she goes, "You know what? This actually looks pretty healthy." What the fuck? What kind of healthy wine is out there? I mean, you don't know. You're not a doctor. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Either. So uh, she, uh, she, you guys like make dinner together like you always do. You make a, a thing called the uh, Aaron's Surprise. God damn it. It's a uh, a bowl made out of uh, chocolate. And then and the inside is just stuffing and corn. And on top of it is mashed potatoes. You guys eat it. You're like, no. If you met my girlfriend, have you met her? Yeah, I've met her. She, there's no fucking way. I've known her a long time. There's no way she's gonna eat stuffing, corn, and mashed potatoes out of a chocolate bowl, Pat. But she does it because she loves you so much. God damn it! <clears throat> and so uh, you guys eat uh, dinner, or whatever. 
And then <clears throat> she goes, huh, man. She kind of looks over and she goes, you know what? I think a glass of wine actually tastes pretty good with this bodacious meal. She goes over, pours off a glass, sips it. Of my wine? Of the non-alcoholic wine. I would wine. say you probably should get a real, real wine. But that's the only one that you guys had in the- I would, uh, I would pick some up from the store. I mean, this is prescribed wine. Yeah. So she sips it and she goes, she, and she kind of like goes up on her tiptoes and she goes, ooh. She goes, oh, mister, this tastes pretty good. Well, there's no booze in it. And she goes, that's fine. And she looks at you and she goes, I don't need booze to have fun. She winks. Like she's joking? That's You're not really sure. You're like, what the hell? <coughs> so you, uh, <clears throat> because of this weekend <clears throat> and this fabulous wine that you guys drank, you get kind of into wine. You get into making your own wine. This fabulous single bottle of non-alcoholic wine yeah. launches a new phase of my life. That's what you're telling me. And it is an all-encompassing phase. <sighs> it sucks. <laughs> you have one. Uh, one of them is called. Uh, we live in an apartment, Pat. Where are we going to go? Grapes. So you have some money saved up uh, to move to L.A. with. And instead of moving, you actually use that money to fund your uh, wine business. How? Where your, are we? Your vineyard is called uh, Cool Guy Wines. I have some money saved up to move. I don't have enough to start a goddamn vineyard, Pat. Yeah, but you actually find one uh, part of town <laughs> that is actually kind of uh, cheap to do a uh, have a vineyard there. Yeah. Where? It's called Sawfield. God damn it, Pat. Sawfield is kind of a strange part of town. Um, there's actually uh, like a statue of a beekeeper in yeah. the middle of town. And uh, at midnight every night, uh, bees actually like go to that statue. Millions of them. And you don't really know exactly what they're doing, but you could swear that they're talking to each other. I'm assuming insects communicate with each other all the time. So there's pretty cheap land out there. So you start, uh, you know, growing your uh, your wines out there. Great. You know how big of an investment that is? Like, not only just money-wise, but time-wise? That's the new direction my yeah, life is taking. But is you I'm felt gonna... great after drinking that non-alcoholic wine. So you're kind of like, wow, I wonder what's going to happen here. So you have uh, you have one wine. Uh, it is called Pinot No War. And what it is, is it's a Pinot... It fucking sucks is what it is. It's a Pinot No War. Pinot No but... War, Pat? I have an anti-war wine. <laughs> you have one called Merlot. No, you didn't. What? You have one. It's called uh, Cabernet on Prop 34. <coughs> Why am I making political wine? Uh, Prop 34 is... Uh, normally, you're not like that political of a guy. Yeah. But Prop 34 makes it illegal for men to jack off all right that's a cause i can get behind so you get behind it yeah and you're like for every bottle that i sell i'm donating 50 percent of the profits to fuck that proposition it's like it's like it's like a group of people against it these guys are some serious masturbators like they're not happy with this whole thing all right eventually they uh they actually end up winning 
So it's still so wait, they pass a re- they pass something that says I can't jack off anymore. No, 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 no. no. Uh, you you it, are I, able to fight it off. Yeah. <coughs> Seems like you get a lot of people out to the ballot box. There's one called Mall Back Coma Coma Where It's At. And when you open up the bottle, it plays Where It's At. How? I got two turntables and a microphone. Bye, Beck. It plays a famous refrain from a classic pop song. Yeah. Every time you open the bottle. Every time? Yeah. Uh, however, the uh, 13th time you open it, the voice is just like, sounds really scary. It's like, why would you open a single bottle 13 times? It's just for whoever, you know, the light drinkers out there. The light drinkers. Yeah. When, when you get 13 drinks, uh, 13 cups out of a bottle. You know, not everyone is like, you know. So uh, basically, uh, the 13th time you open it up, like a, it's a very scary voice. And it just says, um, it just says, s- s- throw your soul into the trees. Well, good thing it's on the 13th time, so nobody will ever fucking hear it. Yeah. But the 13th time you open it, it's actually like a really big bottle. Uh, when it says, throw your soul into the trees. For a moment, you look out the window and you see like a tree branch coming towards the window. <coughs> What's well, terrifying? <coughs> that's terrifying, Pat. Yeah. So basically, uh, so this is the wine that I'm making. Yeah. So something's fucked up with this, with this wine. Is it because I did it in Softville? Who knows? I mean, it's it's kind of hard to explain. And so what happens is um, the seat. There's like this like guy. He's a businessman. His name did. Uh, his name is uh, Conrad Q. Fartingsdale. And he's wow. like, he's like, I tell you what, Aaron. Uh, I really want to. I love this wine. I want to. I'm with the social messages that you're putting out. He goes, I need to be down, man. This guy loves to jack off. He's like Aaron. He's anti-war. Anti-war loves jacking off. Also, just like a silly guy. Okay. Like that was never an official part of the uh, the branding, but people got the feeling like, I bet that guy's a silly guy. Okay. And he's kind of silly. What's my vineyard called again? What's it called? Yeah. Oh. Um, my line of wines? Your line of wines is called... Uh, oh, it's Cool Guy Wines? Yeah. What's the... Is there like a name for like the vineyard itself? Well, the like specific the vineyard? Yeah. It's called... Uh, Morning Star Vineyards. Yeah. It's written in all lowercase. Okay. There are some people that uh, say that uh, when you first, when right before the sun comes up, when you look up, you see the star Lucifer. And for just (coughs) a second, you see a vision of uh, who really created the world. There's a flashlight. You forget everything. Great. So you're doing this whole wine thing. Sucks. And um, what happens is you're like hanging out, you know, you're having yeah. a, a pretty good time. And you're doing pretty like well financially. You know what I mean? Yeah. The wine is going well. Yeah. You um, One of your biggest uh, suppliers is uh, the Catholic Church, the wine that they use in their uh, like in mass and stuff. I make it sell sacramental wine. Yeah, to the Catholic Church. Huh? What's it called? Is it also a stupid title? It's called Sac Ray Blue. <coughs> like S O C K R A Y B L U E. Yeah. 
Sacre Bleu. And that's the sacramental wine? Yeah. So you actually like go to the Vatican and stuff to meet uh, like the Pope and what? stuff? What? Yeah. You actually like, they really like it. The Pope really likes and as, Sacre Bleu. And uh, you're kind of like in the waiting room, the Pope waiting room. And you kind of like look over and you see there's like a statue of like a knight. There's a statue of like a uh, uh, a battle priest. There's all these different things. Yeah. And you look over and just kind of by itself is like a a blade. It's a loose blade lying around. Yeah. Well, no, no. It's, it's like stuck. It's like the, it looks like the sword and the stone. And for a second, it almost feels like it's calling your name. God damn it, Pat. What do you do? I meet the fucking Pope. I'm not going to go grab a fucking sword before I'm going to go meet like the leader of the, I mean, the most prominent religious figure sure. in the world. So he's, uh, it's taken him a second to come out because he's playing. Uh, he's on the internet. He's playing Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. What's who's his character? Mewtwo. Is he good? He's fucking great. Okay. So you're waiting for him. You kind of look over that sword again. It's almost like it's like, Aaron. Please, Aaron. I'm not touching this goddamn set, sword. Set us free, Aaron. What do you do? I'm not touching the sword. Maybe on the way out. Maybe after I meet the Pope. So you meet the Pope. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm the Pope. He goes, you're doing great things, brother. Big fan of the wine. It's a very casual Pope. He's not even like looking at you. He's just still playing Super Smash Brothers. And he's fucking dudes up. Is this the current Pope that we yeah. have? So um, right. he's, he's like, you know, I'm just, I flew you here just because I wanted to say to your face uh, that it's, it's great, man. And he goes, I'm really enjoying turning your wine into the blood of Christ. That's a weird way to put it. He goes, that's what we do. He winks at you. That's the first time we looked at you. You right. feel nothing. I mean, I can't. Once it's out of my hands, I can't help what they do with it, you know? And he goes, all right, brother. Well, I uh, hope you enjoy your stay. Uh, grab a slice of za. Talk to Luigi on 45th Street. He's <coughs> he, he, he goes, let me tell you something. These fucking Italians say what you want about them, but they can make some goddamn pizza. I mean, yeah. I would leave. I would. I mean, I guess I take the Pope's pizza recommendation and I'm going to go to 45th Street. So you walk out and as you're in that uh, the waiting room, you see that blade and you hear it calling out to you. Am I alone? Yeah. He goes, Aaron. I would ask the Pope about it. What would you say? I would say, what's with this blade? He goes, oh, that? He goes, "Uh, yeah, I I don't know. That's before my time. He goes, apparently it calls out to the chosen one whenever they're around, but I don't really know much about that. It's like, again, that was, you know, the last guy, he was like super into that, Benedict. Yeah. He goes, he loved that blade. I would try to, I would say, well, I I think I'm hearing it calling to me. He goes, yeah, right. Like, Like a idiot like you would hear the Angelus blade. The song of the Angelus played. Angelus Lansbury. I would uh, I would say, yeah, I'm hearing it. It's saying my name. I'm hearing my name when I'm out there. He's like, well. Are you playing a trick on me? He goes, whatever, bro. Do what you want. He puts his fucking feet up. All right. I'm going to go grab that blade. 
you pick up that blade <clears throat> for a second when you grab the bottom of that blade you pull it out of that stone yeah for a split second you have a vision great of a man flying high in the air yeah higher than any plane <coughs> You get the feeling that uh, when the wings go up, they touch the stratosphere. I don't know what layer that is. But he has wings? Yeah. A little bit of pee comes down. Of his dick? Yeah. I mean, that'd probably be pretty scary. I'd probably pee a little if I was going that high. You snap back, and you're like, what the fuck is this? And you're looking at the the Angelus blade. Yeah. And you're like, uh, all right, well, you know, whatever. And you only know what's going on. You're like, big deal. You turn. And the Pope is just staring at you? Yeah. I said, I told you, bitch. What do you do? I mean, why didn't you believe me? I told you. I'm not going to lie to the fucking Pope. And he goes, and he goes, um, ay Dios mio. <coughs> He's wielding the Angelus blade. I'm not wielding shit. I'm not a threat. I would, I, it called to me. You told me to do what I wanted. You put your goddamn feet up. So I grabbed it. He goes, Aaron, look over your shoulder. Is there a fucking wing back there? The biggest wing you've God ever damn seen. It, Pat. You're just like growing angel wings. Great. And he goes, Aaron, because you're the chosen one. What part of the Bible is this from? You know what I mean? What where is this where is this in Christian lore? That like or Catholic? Is this like exclusively Catholic? Like where what the fuck is going on? A uh, a, uh, like a like a pink looking portal appears in front of you. Fuck you! A hand comes out and grabs you and pulls you in. I'm cutting that hand. I'm swinging that blade. As soon as the hand comes towards me, I'm swinging that blade. He does it like way too fast. And uh, I'm an angel, Pat. <clears throat> what good is what good are these abilities if I can't? You're just taking. Normally, yeah, you'd be able to do it, but you're taken by surprise, and so you're kind of like a portal opened. Right in front of me, Pat. And you kind of go, what the hell? And you're, you're pulled through, and you kind of come to him. And uh, standing in front of you is this guy. Uh, he's dressed in, like, like wizard robes. He has a staff of um, Heaven's Fury. He goes, hello, Aaron. My name is Stardust, the Space Wizard. Welcome to the Rosy Realm. <coughs> You kind of look around, and it looks like you're in this uh, universe. The Rosie Realm is basically a uh, a parallel universe <clears throat> to the uh, to Earth, yeah. Where it's like it's like it's, it's like a like a like like a fantasy novel, you yeah. know. So there's like wizards and trolls and orcs yeah. and magic rainbows and all that shit. And he goes, Aaron, like Tolkien esque fantasy, very Tolkien esque. He goes, Aaron, you wield the Angelus blade. He goes, Will you help us defeat the Keymaster? No. Who guards the Phoenix's egg? No. No. You just turned me into a goddamn angel then pulled me into this place. He goes, I didn't change you into anything. You opened the the doorway when you wielded the blade. He's you like, no one else could me through it. You pulled me through it without talking to me. You know, you kidnapped me and pulled me into this goddamn realm. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know? I just learned that I have 
wings. And I have the sword. They, they're like, but Aaron, we can help you out. If you, if you help us, we can help you. What does that mean? The debt that you owe. <coughs> what debt do I owe? I've just, I've, I make wine. I make bad wine. So it turned out like a minute after you left, um, you had been eating a banana. And right when you, they kind of grabbed you, you dropped the banana peel. God damn it, Pat. Your girlfriend walked out of, uh, what the fuck? The bathroom. Pat. And slipped on the banana peel and like fell down and broke her neck. So it's like, uh, her family is like suing you. Oh, just within the within the minutes of her death. Well, they're, I mean, they're, they're going to, yeah. Time works differently in the real world versus the rosy realm. And so they're suing you for like $100,000 for banana crimes. So he goes, Aaron, we will pay that debt if you help us against the key master. I'm an angel. You know what I mean? I could make a hundred grand doing angel shit, no problem. Yeah, I don't need them. I don't need them. So what do you do? I'd say, no. You guys dragged me into this. You pulled me through a portal. I'm a fucking angel. Money is beneath me. I, you know, I can fly. Yeah. You know how much people would pay to like hang out with me. As an as as a winged sword wielding angel, yeah, the Angelus sword. So he kind of like looks like kind of sad, looks down at the ground. Yeah, a portal opens up in front of you, and mm-hmm. I, you can look through it and see your apartment. Also, my girlfriend just fucking died. Yeah. Like, what makes you think I'm in any state of mind to like help you? I'm a fucking wreck. So, do you? Uh, what do you do? Do you stay? Do you return? I go mourn my girlfriend. So you fly through the portal and you notice that because of like the residue from the rosy realm, when you actually like, like beat your wings in front of her, she just comes back to life. Okay. Well, that's good. And she's like, she looks up and she sees you and she goes, Aaron, what's going on? I said, I grabbed this blade after talking to the Pope. I pulled the sword out of a stone. I was eating a banana at the same time. I dropped it. You slipped on it and died. Uh, turns out I'm an angel now. I got pulled in the goddamn rosy realm. They wanted me to help them, but I don't know what the fuck's happening here. Yeah. I just want to make wine. And she's like, she kind of like takes out all and just goes like, and she just goes, okay. I brought you back to life. She's like, you know, she's like, yeah, fucking radical, dude. So you guys uh, have a fantastic evening together. You uh, you make her some dinner. Are my wings out all the time now? But they're or? just fucking out, dude. <clears throat> That's and when like the you. moonlight hits them, it's like looking into a dream. You realize I can't see them because they're behind me, right? Well, no, you can't. But the other people can. So you uh, you make her uh, dinner. You make her uh, beef uh, bolognese with a uh, fettuccine. Uh, you pour some wine. You have a new one. Uh, it's called. Uh, <coughs> it's called uh, Chardonnay. Nay. And the um, the full flavor comes out when you do the nay nay when you drink it. She loves it. She does a nay nay. It's fucking tastes great. Great. You guys go to bed. She's like, uh, so this is night number one of me being an angel. Yeah. 
She goes, oh, I'm so tired. Good night. You're like, yeah, me too. She curls up against you. For a second, you think to yourself, how have I ever been unhappy? I'm an angel now. Suddenly, the light in your room is flicked on, and there's this guy standing in front of you. He's doing that bit where you wear wear like 100 t-shirts on. You You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. There's uh there's like a, a bit you do where you wear like a hundred t shirts on top of the, of, of them. Okay. So it's like you wear like a giant shirt at the end. Yeah. This guy does that. He has a, a gigantic key in his hands, like a bow staff. Oh, the key master? Yeah, and you kinda look up and you go, What? And he stabs you through the heart. What the fuck, Pat? When he pulls the key out, uh your heart comes out with it. Blood splatters everywhere. And the last thought you have to yourself is, uh, who knew that humans could produce so much blood and then you fucking die? (laughs) Remember before starting this, you go, oh, I think you'll like this one. (laughs) It's kind of fun. Fuck you. I mean, mean, you could have fought bad guys like an angel that's kind of cool what it makes you i i had just turned into an angel my girlfriend died because i dropped a fucking banana peel on the ground you brought her back to life yeah but only because i said no and left what the fuck pat what? you brought me you you kidnapped me into the rosy realm as an angel yeah we hadn't just, been there in a and while. just expected me to go with it you I kidnapped me you could wield the blade dude my girlfriend got killed. My girlfriend died in front of me. It was my own fault. Why do you think I would be in any state? Well, great. Now she's alive and you're dead. Fuck you. Key, fuck the key master. <laughs> He's coming back. <coughs> Cut his goddamn head off. <laughs>